Welcome to Cooking the Books, the food and hospitality podcast discussing all aspects of the industry. We interview chefs, butchers, farmers, brewers, winemakers, restaurateurs, restaurant managers, and we talk about how they got to this point through the good times and the bad. We discuss what motivates them every day and what they've got planned for the future. This is Cooking the Books. This week on Cooking the Books, we have Tom Boucher, the manager of recently opened Peter Boucher's Butcher Shop in Malvin, and also part of the six-man butchers team that went over to Ireland to represent Australia in the World Butchers Challenge this year. Um, he spoke about that in depth and about, as well as talking about customer service, where he thinks butchery is going in the future and where ready meals play a part in that. Now, over to the show. Well, thanks very much, Tom, for doing this. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the time. Um, can you just give us a little bit of a rundown about yourself and how you got in the industry and the rest of it? Yeah, sure. Um, so I come from a pretty long line of butchers in my family. I think there's probably 16 or 17 now. S- directly dad, granddad, granddad's brother? Yeah, grand- all dad's brothers, um, a few cousins, and then all your all dad's cousins and stuff. Far out. Um, yes, yeah, so there's plenty of us. Um, so I guess I kind of fell into it you know, working after school, school holidays, yeah, um, weekends, that kind of deal, through school, and then finish year 12, school was never really going to be for me, nor was yeah, university, yeah. Um, so there's only ever really one. One path, yeah. yeah. Were they encouraging, were your family like, oh, get involved in the meat business, or were they a bit like, because my granddad was a, was a bricklayer, and he was like, don't get into bricklaying, it kills your back, and yeah. all the rest of it, were you always encouraging? Um, yeah, they were definitely encouraging. They, were, they didn't really push for it at all. Like, I kind of, you know, I was working, I'd finish year 12, um, and I was sort of doing a whole lot of nothing, just hanging out with my mates, and I was getting a bit sick of that, and I think mum and dad were probably getting a bit sick of me yeah, yeah. lurking around home. So they, um, I was doing three days in the city, um, just working away with one of the butchers in there, and he started showing me a few things, like... One of your shops, one yeah, of your dad's our, shops. Yeah, city store in um, David Jones. Yeah. Um, and so I was working with one of the butchers there and he started showing me a few things like rolling pork loins and doing a bit of boning of pork and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I'd do my day on and then I'd have a day off. I'd come back the next day and I wasn't happy with how someone had put my section of the window in. So yeah. I was getting a bit sick of that. So then I started doing, yeah, just full-time hours and then yeah, I just kind of fell into just it. Just got yeah. into it, exactly. That's great. So, well, I want to get into this as well. I've I've been seeing on the news that the live sheep exporting exporting yeah. live sheep. What what what's going on there? Did you know that happened? Were you oh, aware of that? Certainly aware of it to the extent of that though. It's, it's horrendous. Yeah, shocking, really. 1,200, 1200 died. So, oh, I, I, I've seen it on the news yesterday. Twelve hundred sheep died on the journey. Like, I don't know why they don't. Why they don't process the meat here? Do you know why? Oh, nah. No, I had. Yeah, I don't really know. Don't It'd know. be something to do with religion. Oh, will it? Yeah, I'd say so in the halal. Oh, okay. Like that, yeah. I didn't think of it. Okay. That's what it'd be for, but. Um, yeah, yeah, they I mean, wanted, they wanted to just hear. There'd be so many jobs open up. And well, that's. Yeah, that's. The, so I instantly thought exactly that. Like, so you're sending the product over there. If you've just processed it here, you've got the processors, the plants, the factory, the. You know, the whole process of doing the whole thing slaughtering, butchering, yeah. packing. That's so many jobs. Yeah. So I guess if they want the stuff, they should say, well, this is it. Like, this is what we can, you yeah, know, exactly I guess you can right. work together. For sure. Yeah. As opposed to just like clo- turning a blind eye, we're like, oh, it's all right, we're just chasing the dollars, I reckon. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, right. I've, I've seen them like on the trucks and that going, you know, the chickens yeah, and, yeah. The, and the beef and that come through the city, but I never knew they were exporting it. Like, yeah. It's like it's it's not a, like a five minute journey. Do you know on a show, nah, on a boat? Yeah. yeah, they're on there for ages. Yeah. And then as they die, they just leave them. Yeah, it's bad. I'll throw them over, shocking. Do they throw them over? Yeah. Oh, I saw that on one of the news. Boats and gunboats come through and just time over yeah. the over the air, yeah, over the, side. the edge. Yeah. It's so sad. It's it's a, it's a crazy thing. Um, so you you competed recently in the Challenge. World Butchers Challenge. Yeah. What, so tell us a little bit about it. Um, yeah, sure. So this year was the biggest year we've had. It was um, twelve countries, um, twelve countries, six blokes on either team, 
Uh, you get a side of beef, a full lamb, and a side of pork, and I think it was five or six chickens. Um, oh, okay. You get three every, hours. Every team gets this. Yeah, every team gets the same. Yeah. Um, you get three hours to um, to bone, cut, prep, makes different um, as many different products as you kind of can. So like as if to say, this is just coming to the shop. Yep. Break it down. Shop's make a window. Make. Yeah. That's and right. You get a big three meter long display. Oh, you get a display. Yeah. Um, and you've, it's got to have a theme. Um, what was yeah, your thing? Time in. So we did like a photo shoot red carpet type thing. Okay. Um, so what, 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 like, would you go along with that? Like premium or what is it? Yeah. So we, how we had it was um, we had a red carpet running along the front of our display. We had the, you know, the red balustrade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with, yeah. The with rope. the raw. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we had our names in the Hollywood stars on the oh, red carpet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, had a big, those uh, flashing lights like, the okay. photo shoot, yeah, the umbrellas, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. in the corners, um, and then down to the actual display, we had all our products on picture frames instead of plates. Over the years, it's all been about slate and wood and boards and plates, whereas we thought we'd be a bit different and yeah, go for picture frames. Yeah, I get um, it. Which works I, pretty well. Yeah, it's funny. I, I, um, I was at a wedding in Germany a few years back, and that was a, that was the go there. It was like a picture frame, and you held the picture frame, and then they took a photo. Yeah, you, and yeah, so that was yeah, the idea. Of kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the mate was the star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. That's awesome. So now, it was, yeah, it took a bit of thinking of it. And so, what's the goal? You, you how, first of all, how do you get? Like, how do you make the team? Do you get? Is it a selection process or? Do you, yeah, do you so put there's your a selection forward? process. Um, you put your name in. And they get guys up. You do a mystery box competition. Yep. Um, is this sort of national? Smaller, national. Yeah. 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 Um, sort of just a smaller version of the competition. Yeah. Um, the so there's so there's a there's a there's a national is it regional competition and then a national competition it like whittles it down to the final six. Is that how it goes? Uh, no, nah, sort of just anyone who wants to be in. Um, yeah, you show up on the day that they say righto. All right. Okay. Going today. Yeah. Um, for however many in Melbourne in the team. was that uh, it was in Queensland okay yeah yeah so you go there and it's again that's a competition just to get onto the team yeah pretty well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sweet so then it get whittled down to six guys and then the ship the fly you or you this you've done it a couple of times right yeah that what was that that was my fourth year in the competition yeah so then they fly you over to was it Ireland yeah it was in Belfast issue yeah so they fly you over there yeah. that's fantastic yeah, come you on do a tour you go around seeing all the shops over there do you feel part of a team like yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. Like, we're going to get these yeah, boys absolutely. do you know what I mean yeah you, for sure you, you become you know great mates with the guys on the team like we've I've done it for like I say four years or so um, and yeah, the guy we're super tight group, you know. Yeah. Um, Similar guy. How many has it been? The same six or is it? Nah, it's kind of chopped and changed a bit. Um, this year we saw one new bloke come oh, in. Yeah. Um, his name was Luke from South Australia, and yeah, he was a great addition to the team. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and like I say, everyone just gels really well. Yeah. There's all different dynamics of the team. Yeah. A bit older, younger, a bit more. Yeah. So I mean, there's it's team six. There's kind of three older blokes and three younger guys. Perfect. Yeah. It, like I said, it just gels really well. Yeah, that's really good. So, you know, you get down, you get the day. Did you know it was going to be an island? You knew that? Yeah, they, um, they really... It must be pretty exciting. I'm, like, I'm oh, getting excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, if I get through with this, and they're going to fly me to Ireland, yeah. you know, it, 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 bottom line is you're off work for a week. You know, yeah. that, that's awesome. <laughs> that always helps. Yeah, yeah. So straight away, like, it's a free flight. I yeah. well, I'm, you know, I'm guessing they fly over there. Come, just that alone is fantastic. But then to compete with a group of lads, you know... It's, it's pretty cool, especially... Yeah. Um, I mean, this year was the biggest year it's ever been. When you say biggest, do you mean like biggest uh, prize or yeah, most, biggest, most um, biggest event? Really, like the, most the last time in we, it was on was on the Gold Coast, and there was four teams: um, right, okay. France, England, New Zealand, and Australia. Yeah, um, and we thought that was huge. Yeah, that was at the exhibition centre on the Gold Coast. Um, and yeah, like I said, we thought that was just yeah, the biggest yeah. thing ever. And then yeah, we um, Ireland sent a couple of people over to have a look at the competition. Yeah, they were really interested in hosting it. Um, and yeah, sure enough, you know, with hearing whispers, it could be over there, and then you start hearing that, you know, America want to join, and um, did they yeah, join? Italy, did they? Yeah, 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 did they? Yeah, Italy, um, South Africa, you know, oh, all these awesome. nations putting their hands up. Um, That's it's, and it's obviously just going to get bigger. Was it? Was oh, it a yeah. good event? Did everyone enjoy it? Yeah, it was absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Like I say, the tour. There was three buses on the tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, taking us all around. And, do, you, yeah. do you have tracksuits on? Like you, you know, like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had we have we have sports coats. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, every team has their own uniform. Yeah, and, that's yeah. so good. It's pretty cool. And, yeah, you know, it you is. Meet in, the, meet in the hotel lobby every morning, and there's Team France and all their kit, and there's Team Australia and Team yeah, New Zealand. Yeah. And that's yeah. awesome. And do you like? Um, 
is there a captain? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, there is. Captain of each team. Yeah, and does he? Um, who is that? Uh, Adam Stratton. Okay, yeah. Um, is the Australian captain from Tendergourmet in New South Wales. Yeah. And do you have meetings? So, as you, you know, it, you said you get the pork and you get the beef and all the rest of it. Um, is it just a one-day event? I don't have a question. The actual well. event was one day. Um, they did it in two heats. So yeah. they had heat one in the morning with six teams and heat two in the afternoon with six teams. Yeah. Um, so you go there before you go there. Do you have a team meeting to say this? Yeah, is, if right. this, if so this happens, that probably, happens. Um, we did probably about five or six training runs. Oh, did you um, yeah. in Australia? Yeah, on the Gold Coast. So we fly up to um, Trevor Savile's uh, shop in Helensvale. Sorry, his factory. Um, he's got a big open area and yeah. orders in the beef and the pork and the lamb for us and the chickens and. Oh, you we, knew um, you were going to get that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know what you're going to get. You know we probably spend two full days in a meeting room, everyone sitting around with pen and paper, yeah. going through every cut, every muscle on the um, on the body and saying, right, we can make this, this, this out of that. Um, you know, has anyone got any ideas for the silver side? Yeah. Um, putting ideas up and then, yeah, have a bit of a hit out, find out what's gonna work, what's not. And where are you, where are you pulling them ideas from? Obviously experience, what is it, books, looking at other countries, history? Yeah, kind of a bit of everything, really. Um, social media plays a huge yeah. part in it nowadays. Um, but then, yeah, it's just what blokes kind of um, sell in their shops. Part of the competition is, you know, the cookability, the saleability um, of the product. So you kind of can't really go in there and say, I'm going to make this and this. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because it's got to be it's got to be able to be cooked um, and eaten. Yeah. And it's got to be able to um, be saleable in a shop. You can't like, just put up something that looks funny or looks good, but, you know, no, we're just able to make money off it or yeah yeah profitability well do, yeah cost everything out and do costings on yeah, it yeah 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 on the yeah table. for wastage you yeah. know instead of yeah so you can't just make it look nice and perfectly round because where's everything yeah exactly where, exactly where's all, all the trim where's all that trim going yep. yeah what you're turning that trim into oh that's yeah. awesome so exactly right so yeah you gotta everything on the table has got to be able to be able to sell uh be customer and cooked by them as well yeah yeah and what what does happen to the actual meat um sort of depends over the years which countries have a competition. Um, a lot of the time, it gets raffled off. Oh yeah. To um, yeah, to people that don't have the charity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because there must be a fair old bit of it. Yes, yeah. What was the What was the best thing that, that you did on that? Thing? Were you like, oh, that we look that looks smart. The know. best thing that we made. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so we won best uh, best sausages. So we won. Oh, did best, you? Uh, gourmet beef and best pork sausage. Um, awesome. Yeah, so I'd definitely say those would be our best for sure. Yeah, and where's it going to be held next year? So there's talk of it being in America, and there's also talk of it being in Paris. Oh. So Sacramento, I think, to be to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, when you when you're seeing the, the 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 different countries, what would you say was like the different styles? Like you know, I, when I think of America, I'm thinking more like brisket and you know yeah. a bit more like texas yeah kind well, that's of, what we of. thought um we thought there'd be a lot of that but yeah those guys got up on the table and they did some incredible things oh, i could imagine um, yeah, yeah yeah we were thinking oh it's just gonna be big briskets and stuff but now they're so, evaluated you know plenty of things that's i mean the the whole part of the competition is value adding and what um, is what is what, what what is value adding value adding um yeah adding value to a cut um for customers um to be able to yeah go home and easy meal solution okay. type deal so, so what, just putting what, what out plain cuts here making a new cut for a butcher to be able to sell so that would be like like adding a stuffing or adding a yeah, butter exactly. uh, or marinating mar rolling stuffing yeah 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 okay so just a value adding is would not be a steak it wouldn't be like a you no, know it'd be you know if you Cut a pocket in the steak and stuffed it. Put something in um, there. Yeah. And what when you say value, what kind of value do you reckon that, that as in kilo price or whatever? Would you would, would does that really change it? Um, in some ways, it sort of does. But they brought it out um, just to give butchers that edge against the supermarkets. Yeah, which is kind of a really big thing at the moment. Um, and yeah, just give the butchers the edge over the supermarkets to be able to sell a customer. The, so, product, yeah. the product, the like, product, it's been hand handmade or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then um, when you when you say the, the the French, I always think the French are a bit more like I don't know, a bit more 
trimmed bone. You know, a French yeah, trimmed. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. that. You know, like membraning bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. membranes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just think of that. I don't know yeah. why. Like, what a clean bones. Was that? Oh, good. And that was something that we really had to practice in in our training runs because we knew that we'd be getting in there and they would be just. Uh, so what? So it was like that. The French were oh, like yeah. that. Were there? All of them were like they, yeah. the palms, everything. It was so everything just clean, clean bones. Yeah, and you yeah, know. Yeah knowing that some blokes are or some teams are really gonna push that you know you just knew the whole time when we we're training like there's not just gonna be you know yeah yeah quick you know, cutting do. french and it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's really scraping the bones yeah. yeah some restaurants are really good at that as well yeah do you know especially in england yeah you know we would we would we do a little bit of butchery i wouldn't you know we'd break down lambs venison not beef it's, you know it's too big but pork um a lot of lamb a lot of venison a little bit of pork not so much pork but just get like bellies in and, and yep. shows and whatever but um loads of that was was trimming and with the cloth we used to wrap it yeah. with the cloth yeah, yeah get yourself yeah. a bit of grip yeah, yeah exactly get it off exactly um well that's so good that you're that you you must be pretty proud of yourself oh absolutely it's pretty yeah it's pretty um it's pretty cool to be able to say that you're representing australia and in anything you right? do, yeah represent your country in anything yeah. it doesn't matter what it is you know you know especially it's your profession it's it's fantastic um so what would you say makes a good butcher good butcher um you'll be dedicated um hard working innovative um, I'd say you gotta have a pretty good sense of humour too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> working with the guys. Yeah, working with the guys. You gotta be pretty friendly with the customers and yeah. Because in in food, you know, it's keeping working clean, working tidy, yep. working efficiently, um, being creative. You know, these are the kind of things that, that would you'd say makes a good chef. Let's. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Like, absolutely. Is, is it is it the same in butchery? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And hygiene and yep. all you know and all the rest of it. And that's another award we won over there, one most hygienic team. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, food safety and hygiene. We we took that award out. That's yeah. <laughs> I've got that later on here. I'm oh, saying yeah. because of I know it's strict over here with hygiene. Eh? Yeah, like the yeah, prime prime safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they're so strict. But yeah, we'll get into that. Um, it, butchery, I would say, is definitely on the rise. Yeah. It, like, sure. is it was back in the day, my grandma and the rest of it was, it, you know, butchers, you'd get all your meat from the butchers. And then there was that lull where supermarkets come in into play. And I think everyone kind of went to, I'm referring mainly to England, to be honest with you. Over here, I still feel like the, the markets, Vic Market, South Melbourne Market, and people are still using the butchers. But there was definitely a bit of a lull there in England. And maybe you might felt like here with Coles and Woolies. Um, but I definitely feel like there's a bit more, it's starting to come back over there. People are like sick of the supermarkets, feel like that they're making maybe too much profit and that holding people a ransom effectively. Yeah. And the, in, that, in the sense of that, there's more people going to the butchers, therefore there's more people getting into butchery in the restaurant. Would you agree on that? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's definitely a resurgence kind of happening, I guess. Um, yeah. Especially with the supermarkets, like they, um, they got rid of all their butchers in store. Um, so, you, know, you look at some of the trays of steaks in the supermarket and they're all unevenly trimmed and yeah, you know, got bits hanging off them really so because they're now done in a factory are they? yeah in a big cutting room yeah okay just a conveyor belt pretty well yeah yeah laser cutters all that kind of stuff so yeah i mean you only got to look at a steak from a supermarket and steak from a butcher to kind of yeah, see yeah. the difference yeah for sure and then i reckon the um so where do you think that goes in the sense of um like let me think about how I'm going to say this. Um, back in the day, my grandma and whatnot would would get like secondary cuts, braise them down because she wasn't working as much, right? You know, that's the reality. My granddad would go to work, and um, and she would stay get she she would know how to use all the shoulder, the oxtail, the tongue, you know, whatever. Yep. She knows how to use all that because that's what they got taught throughout the, you know over the years. Now there's been that law, and that there's a there's a chance that that's gone now, you know. Yeah, and now we're coming into this new butchery style. Do you, are you finding that there's, it's more premium, like more prime cuts, and or you know, like are you having to put that value-added thing on to be able to pull, to get people in the butcher shop more? Is it more ready meals and more marinades, more skewers, as opposed to um, what you would say butchery would just generally be cutting of meat, breaking down of animals, these kind of things? Yeah, I mean, we're starting to see um, over the last few years, especially there's been a really big. Um, resurgence of the secondary cuts um, especially with all the slow braising that kind of stuff um, and I think what it's really done is kind of it's only the tip of the iceberg with it all um, 
Yeah, I remember when I first first started my apprenticeship, it's going back a while, but um, like we couldn't sell lamb shoulders, so they'd just go straight into the snags. Serious? Yeah, couldn't sell any. And then. So how long ago was this? Oh, was that seven years, eight years ago. Right, okay. And then, yeah, a few years after, I'd, you know, I was probably a third year apprentice and I'd just gotten good at boning out shoulders for sausages <laughs> and everyone wanted rolled shoulders and stuff like that for roasts. Um, and then from there, it's just, yeah, you can't get enough shoulders. Especially lamb shoulder? Up, yeah. Um, that's just one of the yeah yeah one of the ideas and then you know as of late it's been all about um, we're selling a lot of pork necks um, pork scotches and stuff I love for pork the pulled pork and yeah I love pork yeah, beautiful yeah yeah heat, it? yeah <laughs> I do I love it the um, so you do you reckon chefs like um, the likes of Jamie Oliver and people like that do you think they've got a part to play in all that as well oh absolutely yeah yeah for sure yeah I do as well like. It's 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 a, it's such a fascinating area. Like when you do think about history and and, and butchers and you know and then cooking alongside that. Obviously, it's all hand in hand because you know it has to. Obviously, it is. Um, the way it just all rolls together. You know, like if if the people aren't buying it, the butchers can't make it. If the chefs aren't on telly, they're showing people or you know because. The days of like being passed down by your mother, they've gone really, yeah, you know, exactly. you know, it's now like you're looking on the TV, watching cookery programs oh, on TV. Yeah. And do you, do you see a direct um, increase in sales if someone like Jamie Oliver is using such and such? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely. I remember when um, there was a MasterChef episode and they'd just done it, one of those masterclasses on boning out a rabbit and um, yeah, I said to my old man, I said, oh, geez, we're going to have to get a few rabbits in as we're sitting around watching the tape. Yeah, the yeah. He goes, oh, rubbish, what are you talking about? And sure enough, that next day we had about eight ordered. Serious, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's crazy. Incredible, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, there's a real, like I said, there's a real, there's a real turn of the butcher, I reckon, you know, it's, it's oh, a big time. And yeah. then you see a lot of it in the, um, with all the low and slow American style cooking and stuff, like, yeah, we barely had a brisket in the shop a few years ago you know and now had a brisket. and then now every day every day you're every so day. Brisket. yeah especially over the weekends like people got the barbies yeah. going them 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 um what they called set set what they the offset smokers, offset and smokers and yeah. sorry yeah. yeah it's huge yeah it's you see that on instagram like lads that you don't even think about yeah exactly. you know, there's some lads from the gym who are, who are fighters these uh, John Lucas, like, he's always he's every time you're on Instagram, man, he's he's yeah. marinating yeah. summer ribs or a brisket yeah, or right. whatever, and then you know weekend he's got everyone round and he practice. It's fantastic. It's awesome oh, that people are yeah. getting involved in this and and, and that's the, the, all those secondary cuts and everything else. Too, yeah, getting you know? used up. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, what, what would you do with them if, if they if they didn't like? That's another skill of a butcher, isn't it? You like oh, big time. being able to, you, you know everyone you can get rid of the, the fillet and the sirloin or the you know the saddle or whatever it might be. Yeah. Know, the belly and the in the pork, but how do you get rid of them secondary cuts? Yeah. If you don't sell them. If you, yeah, if you don't kind of sell them as they are, that's that's where you've kind of got to put your thinking cap on and say, righto, what what can we do with these? What can we we can dice it, put it in a casserole, put it in a curry. And um, you will make that, or you'll oh, just absolutely, mar- yeah, 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 you'll make it, yeah. yeah, make it up so the customers just got to grab it, put it in a bag, and take it home. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, that 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 skill. And have you seen the the evolution of butchery in that sense? Like like you say, there the lamb shoulders you but you're boiling them out, and now it's changed, and now you're selling them as whole whole shoulders whole on shoulders, the bone yeah. or whatever to be braised on the bone. Yep. You, can you see the trends like that? You know, you've yeah, got I've sort of just been market. in it long enough to kind of see the see first the tr- turn. Yeah, see the turn in it all. Um, and you know, now I think it's starting to go to, towards a lot of the um, ready meals and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's that's where I think it's kind of starting to go next maybe but yeah, yeah, I, I, time will tell I guess yeah, yeah no I really think that it's. Um, I was saying where, where do you think it goes and that that's what you do think you think it will go down the ready yeah I mean at my my new shop in Malvern um, we we started doing a lot like when we came into that shop we were starting to do all the products that we've always done at our other stores um, and a few of them just kind of weren't selling yeah so I grabbed some foil trays and just wanted to shorten up a spot in the window and we had a pre-pack fridge there with a spot in it so yeah. thought, right I will, we'll put something there and sure enough you know you wrap them up put, in, put a label on it put an ingredients deck so people know what in there yeah and how much put them in those four trays and Jobs then they're gone you know but yeah yeah if they're on a big tray in the window yeah people wouldn't look twice in them. it's crazy yeah 
I think, like you say, with them foil trays, they're nice, they're heavy duty, them foil yeah. trays as well. Yep. You, you peel off or you just bang straight in the oven. Yep. People are busy. Like, yeah, exactly. People, people are Everyone's, busy. Yeah, exactly. It's so time poor and stuff. Yeah. When I saw in, um, when we were in Ireland, I was amazed by how much of that stuff they'd already doing. Really? They were, every shop we went to pretty well had a big commercial kitchen out the back. Yeah. Had four or five people out there working making the meals for them yeah I truly believe in the ready meals I, like I, I would love to do that myself you know I, I definitely believe in that like I think people want good quality they don't want all the additives and all the rest of it they still want to support the butchers and, and all and the local guys but they also don't have the time like you know what it's like if you finish work at 5 30 by the time you get stuck in traffic yeah, for exactly. an hour yeah. you're home at 6 30 you've got kids by the time you bath them all the rest of it Try and sit down and what, and then start breaking brazen lamb shanks. Yeah. Like, no good. <laughs> Eleven o'clock, yeah, maybe you're going to yeah. be having dinner. Yeah, you know, hungry. <laughs> exactly. But and you, and you can't afford to be eating fillet steak or you know ribeyes or whatever every no, exactly night of the week. Right. So to get them secondary cuts, and obviously that works well for you as well, using up stuff. Yeah, exactly. Day. So you put something in the window that looks great. You know, it has to look especially. You know, even though it's ridiculous, it does have to look red oh, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And like so. And then once it starts fading a little bit, even though, will you then start break turning that into other things? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, from one product, you can probably nearly make you know, three or four yeah. out of that. You know, what would be a great example into. of that? Um, let's say rump steak. So yeah. like rump steak's quite slow. Um, yeah. always, slow of selling. Yeah, it's always been, in my experience anyway, in our shops, it's always kind of been a slower one just because yeah. it's so big, I guess. Yeah. Um, people probably get a little bit intimidated by it. So big as in like the area, is yeah, that what you like mean? It's like, a, it's yeah, a big, big steak, you know. Big, yeah, yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, like I say, it's, it's the only steak you've really ever had to kind of push to sell. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you slice a tray of rump and, you know, you'll sell three pieces, you still got another two left out of the whole rump. You might, from there, you could put them into skewers. Yeah. Um, for the barbecue, stir fry, um, marinade steak, up. yeah. 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 And, that, and that'll help. Uh, because obviously, it, there's nothing wrong with it. Meat lasts for, for, not forever, but it lasts so long. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, especially treated properly. Yeah, yeah exactly, refrigerated well. well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so when you see that kind of oxidization, I think they call it, when um, yeah, the meat starts turning that kind of, just that greyish colour, you can, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, is there? Nothing it? wrong at all. Nothing wrong no. with that at all. But that, that's no. when you would it doesn't value at it. it. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Cut is, oh, I mean, so a lot of the time, in a, you know, in a smoother running shop, you, you sort of, you don't really want to be. Doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you want to get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, You yeah, want to yeah. get rid of it before then, but yeah. But you've got, it is what it is. Absolutely right. You know, yeah, in the restaurants and that, you know, you buy in like the salmon, and you want the nice, you know, the, the nice bit, you don't want too much belly on it, you trim it down, and then what you're gonna do with that, you make it into fish cakes, put it on the lunch, whatever it might be, you, you can't just be throwing it, like. Nah, that's right. Unless, you, if you want that, you're gonna have to be charging three times the price to, to cover your waste. Yeah, exactly. And then no one wants to pay that, do they? Exactly. But what ready meals do you do at the shop in Melbourne? Um, we haven't really started doing a whole lot. I've just been, um, just kind of experimenting, putting different products into, you know, our little um, oven ready trays we do a lamb tagine um a lamb curry and a chicken casserole um we do some chorizo meatballs i've had them um, chorizo meatballs have you yeah yeah what do you think i love them yeah <laughs> very good yeah i do i like i do i like um, all your stuff honestly yeah, very good that's all i hear yeah um i think that's about it i've done so far yeah 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 like i say we're, we're kind of we're trying to get ready to kind of um yeah, expand and put a few more go, new Like you say, you go in there, you look in the island, you can see, you, you can, I'm not saying you can see the future, I've got a fucking crystal ball, <laughs> but you can, you, you've got a feeling that there's, there's more of that going to be yeah, going exactly. on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I came back from Ireland and I had all these big grand plans for all these, because it's been so cold over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had all these massive ideas for all these casseroles and cassolets and stuff like that. And I've gotten back home and I think it was my second day in the shop. And I'd ordered up on, you know, lamb neck fillets and everything like that. Yeah. And I looked at the weather forecast, it's, it's going to be 28. Yeah. Like three days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. works so well. <laughs> when you say lamb neck fillets, that's it. Do you sometimes put that in the shoulder? When yeah, you so it's the off shoulder. the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, so it's a lamb scotch. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, and it's, it's got really that... Um, 
like the that not sinew like yeah, the, the tendon that runs through the, the tendon yeah. that runs along the yeah. side of it doesn't yeah, it right. yeah it's got that tendon yeah. I, that is the, the best oh, oh yeah. man that is the best and versatile too yeah, yeah yeah so back home we used to order we used to call that lamb neck yeah that's what we used to just call it and then um, when I first come to Australia and I was living in Sydney and I went to the butcher and I said I'm going to make a curry the guy's going to come around all that and I went and I said oh uh, can I get like uh, six lamb necks and they were like oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I got the bag I was like that's fucking heavy yeah. and I got it and I didn't check because I was thinking maybe it ran down I didn't actually know where the um, where the meat was I didn't know if it ran down the neck I didn't actually know it was from the, like, from the shoulder to be totally honest with you and then um, I got it I thought, where the fuck's his lamb neck? Like it's, it was literally yeah, yeah. just the, the neck. Whole neck. Yeah, yeah, just the whole like it was it was like that, do you know? <laughs> yeah, it would have been. I was like back <laughs> to the a bit sh- of cooking. Yeah, to back to the shop. Yeah. I was like, uh, they were like, oh no, we put that in the shoulder. I was like, oh fuck, well I'll have whatever else. I yeah. totally took the shoulder. But do you sell them lamb necks or not? Uh, yeah, every now and then. Do you? We get a few around, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But normally, because I got told by someone else that that you put them in the shoulder to roll because you get more for the shoulder than you would for the lamb neck. Is that yeah. is that right? We, we sell um, we sell like a lamb banjo as a shoulder. Yeah. Um, so it's the lamb. It's a four quarter lamb shank with the blade on. Um, and you know we sell that as a lamb shoulder for you know, four or five people. Or so yeah, yeah. Um, Ready to roast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we sell those, and you know, you take the shoulder, you take the blade off the um, off the ribs there, and yeah, you get left with that beautiful lamb neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just so curries, anything British. It's just yeah, yeah. I like to I like dicing them really big and putting them on the on skewers. Yeah, on the barbie. Yeah, the good. Good. Really, yeah, just slowly, just cooking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like drinking a few cans and just watching them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you were about the rump there earlier. I was when I was at Rockpool. We used to get the wagyu rump. Yep. and we used to cut that instead of being a big steak I've always seen the rump as a big steak they, they cut it in half and then in half use the, uh, the, cap, use the, the cap yeah. as a rump cap as yep. one and then the other one the, you know the, the other bit that's there yep. cut that in half again so then you get like a cube oh yeah yeah do you know what I mean and then we used, that? we used to sell it as a steak wagyu oh, yeah. rump, rump instead yep. of it being like a big slab then you can you know you can get good colour on it you can char it up a little bit and yeah. it'll still be nice and medium rare instead of it being such a big you yeah. know what I mean Beautiful. Like a bin lid. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what they're like, weren't they? Like, what the fuck are they? And so, how do um, how do small goods and charcuterie go in the shop? As in, what kind of role do they play? Um, I mean, they play. They're a pretty big part of our business now, um, and it's definitely a point of difference that we've got. We make all our own um, German style small goods um, from scratch, whereas a lot of places, a lot of shops have to buy them in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just been, Dad's always just been super passionate about all that yeah, and just yeah. intrigued. Because um, I mean, there's a fair bit of science and everything behind it all. For sure. Um, so yeah, like I say, it's, it's been a really good point of difference for our shops. And, um, funny you should say, it's quite scientific. I, where we live on the plot and on the on the plot there's a um, a food scientist that lives oh, there yeah. and then um, you know he was obviously we make small goods and um he was saying oh i see he just moved there i said, he said oh i've got a book on 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 small goods i was like oh fuck, that's great bring it over i'll have a look at it <laughs> and then come over and i opened up i was like what the fuck is this like it was just it was like a science yeah. book like it was just I didn't I didn't understand any of it nothing didn't understand one single bit I was like mate that it's a little bit advanced for me that, <laughs> right? you know like, I know to make it yeah. I don't know like it was like oh you know like what you see on a science degree yeah, you know it's unreal. It's, my um, older sister's studying food science oh is she yeah um, and yeah the stuff like I was kind of you learn a little bit of trade school yeah um, and I could kind of keep up with conversation for the first few weeks while she did it, and then <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, bang. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's full on. Yeah, 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 on. for sure. Um, so what, what small goods do you do you make? Um, so we make all, yeah, all our own hams, um, double smoked hams, you know, everything smoked chicken, smoked duck breasts, all um, sausages, Weissfirsts, Kransky, Cabanas, um, chorizos, knackwurst, Oh, was it one with veal that used to do with veal? Oh, it's, oh, I can't remember. 
one of the guys was telling me I can't view one oh he bought it the other day it wasn't veal but it was traditionally back in the day he's German and he oh, said okay. and he and he got he, he was doing a delivery for, yeah. uh, at one of the shops and he um and he seen it and he was like oh it was a German oh, oh, is that what? that older boy yeah 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 he bought it. yeah 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 Peter he's quality yeah. he used to own a um, he was a really successful chef yeah he was telling me he yeah. had his own French yeah, French chef or? yeah. Well, yeah. yeah he, he's he's um he's German, but he, he he had his own French restaurant, like French German style restaurant, and then he um he started doing t- pâtés and everything like that. I yeah, think right. it was called the French something, and he made cordial and yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. He, he had a, he had a good business. I was making um I was making chicken valentines once at the new shop, and he um he came in. And I was making like a Toulouse style yeah. mince. Um, to stuff the birds with and I was mixing away and I was pretty happy with myself making it and he's walked in and he's asked me what I was making and, and he was telling me he was a chef I said oh I smell it it's, it's quite nice and he kind of looked at me and goes oh can I try some I was like oh yeah what do you mean and he just grabbed it grabbed a little bit in the fingers and straight in raw like, oh, <laughs> not about that <laughs> he's a beast but he is he's, he's, he's fantastic yeah yeah he's a classy I, I love him yeah Um the, sh- the the shop window the 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 butcher's window you yep. know it's such a famous thing you know go and see in the butcher's window you know, there's just so many uh, paintings of kids looking in yeah. a dog looking in with a sausage yep. you know there's so many yeah, things yeah, about chalk, yeah, chalkboards, yeah yeah exactly everything and then one of my fondest memory would be going walking down the town passing the butchers I would go in this is a true story I'd go in and my nana would get me a slice of black pudding off the butcher oh, yeah. to eat on the yeah, way and yeah. we, she would buy your stuff say yeah I'll take this I'll take that I'll take the other I'd get a slice of black pudding to eat and we'd go down the town do it and we'd pick it up on the way on the way back do you know and pick yeah. the meat up on the way back he'll just keep it in the fridge or whatever don't want to be carrying the meat I don't know why we just didn't do it on the way back it's just probably a bit of crack but like how important is the is the window Oh, very. Um, people buy with their eyes, you know. Um, quite often you, you'll put something out that front window that we've got out on the street and, yeah, it just draws people in. Yeah, definitely. You know? And all day you just see people stopping and looking and pointing. and yeah. People love it, don't they? Yeah, big time. They're fascinated by... Yeah, like, I'll, I'll meet someone, say, out or a friend of a friend and they'll ask where the shop is and you'll tell them and they say, oh, I always look at the window when I drive past, you know. Yeah. It's all so well lit up and... It's so, yeah, yeah it, it's drawing, isn't it? And look, a friend of mine, Ant, who I used to knock about with, he used to always, he used to, oh, look at me display, look at me display, yeah, look, yeah, yeah. getting right into his display, proud of it, which he should be. Oh, absolutely. Really, you know, yeah. you've done a lot of work. And um, and would it, does it depend, like, or does it change, like, where you put things, or how it sells? You know, the customer first walks in, it's there, it'll sell better, or front better, or back better. Yeah, so definitely. You, I mean, there's parts of the window, we call it the bull ring. The bull um, ring? Yeah. I know it's yeah, yeah. just a funny name I guess but um, yeah you, if, if something's moving a bit slower or it's in a spot that no one really kind of looks over in the window you throw in the bull ring and, and it'll go off it goes yeah amazing it's mm. just amazing yeah. again with with um, referring to restaurants you maybe put a dish on and, and, and name it whatever it might be and it doesn't move or you know you sell a couple of points and move like right we'll just change that name what can we call it yeah yeah, you know, exa- yeah. yeah exactly just change the name yeah. a little bit move things around in the wording and next day boof just, yeah. it's just funny how it works isn't it yeah so and that is the same in the shop that, yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad yeah and then is the is the competitions and things for um, window displays and, and things like that because I know in England you get like um best window display in England you know like people uh, there's, a, there's a definitely things or best sausages in, in the country or you know best mm. burger or whatever it might be there's definitely competitions and stuff like that but yeah there isn't I not really seen one for best window display you have to, have to, oh. I wouldn't mind them having that though yeah you would you'd have a red hot crack I reckon <laughs> <laughs> what are you, who, who does organise that um, butchers competition I meant to ask earlier um, there is a what do they call it like a board yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. The, a council, sorry. Yeah. Uh, just a butcher's count. Yeah, it? so it's a council. Every country puts up two two or three people, I think. Oh, yeah. I think it's two. And who funds it? Um, sponsors. Each Get team has its own sponsors. Um, sponsors, and yeah. And do you, are you part of getting them sponsors or, or not? Yeah, um, everyone sort of plays a part, especially, you know, this last year being in... Um, in Ireland, it took a fair bit to get us there, so yeah, everyone was sure. trying their best, you know, chatting to wholesalers and different supply companies yeah. and stuff trying to 
That's great. Let's get a bit more money into it, yeah. It's awesome. Because, like I said, it's a long way to go. And yeah, a long way yeah, to send yeah, a pallet yeah. full of plates and yeah, for sure. photo frames in our case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, how important is the customer experience for you guys? Oh, it's huge. That's the kind of point of difference between supermarket shelves and coming into the butcher. Um, you know, customer walks in, you have a chat to them, you kind of get to know them, get to know the kids, what they're up to on the weekends, what school the kids go to, that kind of deal. Yeah. Um, and then will you try, obviously you'll try and bring that back up, won't you? Like, yeah, How is Jimmy doing? Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and, you know. How's your, how's, your, how's your dad? I know he hasn't been well. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? All that, um, what they had for dinner last week and you can kind of oh, how did you, did you enjoy going, it? Yeah, how, how was your lamb shoulder? How was your barbecue? Are you a bit nervous sometimes asking that question? Because you don't want like, well, it was a bit. It was a bit tough. Yeah. Oh. Does that happen? It does happen. Uh, not all that often, but yeah, it, it, can, like, it can bite oh. you on the bum a bit sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You've got to ask. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But that, that's that conversation. Like they don't get that in the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, like I say, like they, they come into the shop and there's a bit of theatre. You know, they can see the butchers cutting, and um, you know, if they want something trimmed up a bit more or something, you know, they want their steaks cut in half or butterflied or you know yeah chop the bones yeah exactly right for sauce yeah because um, they always it's see all part of that customer experience you know they, they come into the shop and like i say you, you start up a conversation with them you find out what they want you go out the back you get it ready you bring it out yeah so that's what kind of like i guess it, the difference between i would say you know you can be a great at one thing but as a whole package do you know what i mean like you might be a great cook but you can't manage people so therefore it's really difficult to, to do a team so it's hard to make yep. that step i guess the same with a butcher you know i guess well, do, does that change you from a good butcher to a great butcher do absolutely, you know what i mean yeah. absolutely a lot of blokes can't um do all the aspects you know there's there are definitely a few that can but yeah they want to be just it's, out the back. I yeah, just want exactly. To be out the back cutting, which is nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. not. You know, but you can. You kind of. You get that feel for the butchers as soon as they walk in the door. I yeah. Think. Uh, so you know. You figure out what they're going to be. Yeah. What they're going to be like. Yeah. Is it hard to work with butchers? Some butchers. Yeah. Some chefs others, as well. Some others, chefs as others well. Others are great. You know, like. Good some crack. of my best mates are butchers. You know. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Just because yeah. everyone's so like-minded and yeah, like I said, yeah. they're fairly jovial chaps. Like. A yeah. bit of joking around that goes on, yeah. <laughs> Not too much. Of course. <laughs> um, what do you do for um, for staff training to to be able to give that customer experience? Staff with the training, sale? yeah. I mean, we with my staff, I, I tend to sit a lot of them down, especially the um, like the sales staff. Um, the, like the 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 girl, you say yeah, the up girl, the front, the, yeah, the, the cashiers. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you kind of go through it on their when they're first starting. Um, we're pretty lucky that. You know, a lot of the younger staff that we've got have grown up eating our products. They've beaten the shop. Yeah. Right, um, okay. A lot of them, or a few, uh, yeah, quite a few of them's parents have shopped with us for a long time, so. Have they you got a job for it? Yeah, have you yeah. got a, jo a job for yeah, us? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, they're, they're pretty familiar with a lot of the products anyway, but um, in terms of training, yeah, you, you sort of, you, you get them to take a piece home and cook it up, try it. Yeah. And yeah, they come in the next day, how, how long did you cook it for? What'd you have with it? You know, what'd you think of it? Yeah. So then, when so when a customer does come in and says, "Oh, they can actually say, That's oh, right. I had this yesterday for my dinner. It's fantastic.'" Yeah. And you obviously you encourage that. Eh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it kind of gives the the customer a bit more confidence, you know, hearing them say instead of them having to turn around and say, "Oh, let me ask the butcher." Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. If yeah. they can say, "Well, I had a two nights ago and I had a lot of this, this, this." I always like to 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 match things with with restaurants and things, you know, like regarding the waiter speaking. You know, when you sit down at a restaurant and you order, if you say, "Oh, does the chicken have this?" For instance, and they have to then go to the kitchen and then yeah, come exactly. back. You just like. Like, what you, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you should be knowing that. As that's how I feel. Oh, absolutely. A little bit. Like, you, sure. you should be putting the effort in. So, like, same with a butcher shop. If they've got to go and ask the butcher to come back, there's obviously some questions that you need to go and ask that real experience about. Yeah. But, like, general questions, that's... I always feel like you're you're in good hands. Yep. You know what I mean? You don't mind paying that bit extra, even, if you're getting good service. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have, I've had this or, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. That's it's such an important part. So these people come in every month, and then you can slowly train. But I guess if you just a, you know work in the shop, you're just there. What more can yeah, you do? Yeah, I mean you sort of you sort of get um, thrown in in the deep um, end. Yeah, but the longer you're there, you, you know, you, the more things you pick up, and people will watch the backs, do you reckon? You know the older, oh, 100%, or, yeah. Or just you know, if it's someone a bit yeah. young, they'll just watch the backs a little bit and be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Is, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of 
people who work for us out the front, so I mean, they can yeah. bounce off them. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Everyone keeps their ears up and listening, yeah. but yeah, I mean, as they as they work there a bit longer, you know, you get them onto other jobs, you know, rolling burgers, crumbing schnitzels, yeah, making yeah. skewers. That kind of uh, the the sales assistants will oh, do absolutely. Oh well, that's yeah. all, oh, that's good. You know, and then they and then that sort of trains them up again for other yeah. customer questions, like you know, what cut goes onto the chicken skewers? Yeah, yeah. And they know straight away, you know, that's chicken breast. Um, and what, what marinade's on it you know that's, that's our roast peanut sardine marinade yeah yeah because they've made it themselves because when I've done tastings here um, a few years back and I've I, I seen the girls chatting to them and they will get asked heaps of questions yeah heaps of questions that's right the, the lady with the lamb fillets for the cat yeah Do you yeah, remember that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and the um, the yeah it's, it, it gets asked so many questions and I think like if you're studying or whatever you might be and they're just answering them no problem just chatting yeah, away yeah uh, but that I mean that's sort of hard for them too like they're only working there yeah, that's what I mean a couple days a week exactly as well as doing you know that's, an arts law type degree yeah so they do the well but yeah absolutely they do so well yeah. um, what's your best seller at the moment it's sort of it's sort of starting to change a bit from the with the seasons yeah um, I mean it kind of changes day to day Best seller for us is kind of always our steaks. Is it? Um, yeah. Ribeyes. Yeah, Ribeyes Scotch Porthouse. Um, yeah, we, we, we have a really great product um, that we use, grass-fed um, beef from down Gippsland, and it's just, it's hard to beat, you know. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's that's, you know, consistently through the week or over your weekends, yeah, that's, it's always going to be a best seller, I'd say. That beef, so that, that, that beef from Gibsland, is that, um, that goes in all the shops? Is that how it works? Yeah. And do you, all did you buy stores. all your beef from that, that, um, that one yes. farm? Yeah. Pretty and well. does he supply other butchers as well, or does it, do you take everything off him, Neely? I think we pretty well take it all. I was going to say, it yeah. must be quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not that I know of, anyway. Yeah, so so it's uh, always consistent, and you just got a good relationship yeah, with exactly him. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean the customers come in and they've had it before, and it's con- like I say, consistent. It's perfect yeah. every time. So yeah, yeah. They're just happy to keep on buying it. Definitely. So the steaks are your best sellers. I'd say so at the moment. It's starting to swing around. Like we're starting to sell a lot of roasts and stuff. As it comes a bit, co- a bit colder. Cooler, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's funny in our new shop we're starting to sell a lot of cooked stuff. Yeah. Um, like I sell cooked chicken schnitzels and cooked chicken drumsticks and cooked chicken pieces and some days we'll outsell raw chicken schnitzels bloody hell cooked ones yeah it's crazy yeah you wouldn't expect that would you nah not at all but a lot of people love it because it's so easy yeah yeah and like a lot of our customers down there are young mums yeah with the, they'll come in with the pram and the two kids and yeah they've just got so yeah they'll job. look at the chicken schnitzels and, oh hang on you got cooked ones oh <laughs> There's four cooked ones. Yeah. Yeah, I'll in the microwave, they'll be done. Yeah. yeah. Well, fair enough. If they've got, you know, the working hard, the partners, you know, it's not yeah. easy. Well, I mean, like easy. you were saying, you get the kids and... Exactly. Yeah. And one, what did you do for um, uh, a training apprenticeship? What did you do for that regarding? Because obviously you were born, you, you know, in the family, you've got yeah. a few shops. How did you go about doing your apprenticeship within the, within the your business? Sure. So, I mean, I did... Um, I started off in our city store. I was there for you know a few months, and it came kind of. We don't have a rail there. It's just a two-man shop, really. What's a um, rail? Oh, the butcher's rail. On the you top. Bodies on, yeah. yeah. Um, so we need a rail to learn all the the rest of it, really. So because you, you can't lift up the beef in that, right? Is that is that why you have the, you can't do? Yeah. The, well, I mean, in Australia, we tend to bone everything on the rail. Like yeah. I know, um, you know, in England and Ireland and France, they bone everything on the on the bench. Yeah. Um, because they usually have the big old wooden blocks, but no, over here it's all done on the rail. So um, yeah, I headed off from the city, I headed off to our Turak store. Um, I worked under Troy, who was our manager at the time. Um, now we're in Meatsmith in yeah. Collingwood and St Kilda, so I, was, I worked under him for maybe, I was probably two, three years there. Yeah, um, I heard he's fantastic. Yeah, you know, in, in your first episode when you're talking about and Amy Bextra's butchers. Yeah. Um, like I'm left-handed. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, Troy. Um, it was always real tricky trying to learn, you know, stuff Lincoln snags or yeah, yeah. beef. You know, watching him right-handed, I was doing everything backwards. So you end up just going righto and just doing everything left-handed. He did. Yeah, the man's incredible. It's serious. Yeah. So he's the same. He's like. So it's yeah, true. Just, he just figured it out. 
amazing pretty incredible yeah that's great that's great were you laughing when you heard that were you yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure maybe <laughs> it was him to myself maybe, <laughs> maybe it was him maybe no, you, you do hear about like the older bikes who could yeah left side right side oh right do you hear about that but I'd never seen him in person until yeah, yeah. I looked over at, yeah he was teaching me how to bone a four quarter at beef and I looked over and he had his knife in his left hand and he, yeah, wait, I hope that doesn't end up with me leg yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. so you, so then you come here to Turak where we are today yeah so yeah I, I did yeah like I say three years or so here and um, between then and everywhere else I was kind of moving around a bit I'd do you know, a few months out at our factory doing small goods and you know the big um, sausage production and all the boning yeah um, that kind of stuff but then how was the factory I love that I love the yeah, factory yeah I love it absolutely yeah. love it yeah yeah. it's big it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's huge there's some equipment that I didn't that, that I didn't realise you know like the tenderizer. I'd never seen that before yeah. there's there heaps of stuff I, hadn't, I didn't even know I didn't know what a bowl cutter was oh really I, I, your dad coming he said he just got a new one and then um, yeah, and it was you know it was going. They were chopping mushrooms, I think. It, or I think yeah, 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 chopping mushrooms. Yeah. Didn't it? You should and sort of do anything, yeah. Yeah, and incredible. I never, so then I was I went I was like oh yeah yeah oh, yeah they like, playing it cool because you know, <laughs> yeah. like hot straight home on the <laughs> <like>, bowl cutter. <laughs> like, what is it? But, and then I seen them. You can Kranskis. You make the you yeah. Kranskis in there. Yep. Pate. So all your um all your German kind of small goods and stuff are all made through there. Oh, are there? Um, all partially. Yeah, you you sort of, you make your emulsion out of it. Yeah, um, with the protein and the fat. Yeah, 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 and your ice and your spices and everything else yeah. like that. Um, and then yeah, that goes into your mince with your um, say pork mince, beef mince, whatever you're making. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, minced out, and then ran through your through the sausage filling fill or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it, and then but you can put in, like you say it's just blades that spin, isn't it? The ball rotates, yeah, and the blades spin. So and the bowl generally has I think two gears. Yeah, yeah, slow and fast. And um, yeah, spin backwards, spin forwards. Yeah, it's Everyone's amazing. The recipes are different, you know. Eight spins forward. And all oh, that is that so how yeah. the recipe? So, yeah, and then like, yeah, changes for every sausage and every every bloke's recipe is different. But you know, you'll have say four in low gear, four in oh, high. Oh, okay. That's what makes them so different. So and and the ice. Oh. Yeah, so it heats up as the steel's spinning. Yeah. Um, heats up, so yeah, you're adding ice to keep your temperature down, and that's where you get your shelf life from too. Yeah. So we, um, so we, when we, when we get the fridge, I shouldn't be telling that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, should I? Should I? Should I? Should I? <laughs> so what we do is when they, when we the chicken livers arrive from the free range um, slaughterhouse, get sorted on Monday, I think it is, and they arrive to us on a Tuesday. We prep them straight away, bag them down, and then freeze them. And then, so then what we do is on a, on a Friday, like today before we leave work, because we make terrines on a Monday, before we leave work today, we pull all the livers out that have been frozen since Tuesday, put them in trays, put them in the fridge, and then we've shut Saturday, Sunday, so then it sits in the fridge Saturday, Sunday. By Monday morning, it's like, like liver slushy it's yeah. like, you know what I mean it's like, like it's still slurpee. like a slurpee you've still got yeah. them shards and whatnot. Yep. and then we put that into the terrines when we mix in the yeah, terrines good. instead of using ice we use yep. frozen frozen uh, semi-frozen liver so you get the same the heat you know it helps with the emulsification yep. which helps also with them um, so you don't get the leak you know it holds the juice better as well yeah, you know it doesn't split and you do, you get less leakage out of it you know when it sets yep. and you get the jelly around it you get less of that it's just really dry and emulsifies so well yeah, right. um but yeah that's how we that's that, that's a, the, the tip we took us a while to work that out yeah, but it, it works out perfect okay to finish off um fillet or scotch scotch rump or sirloins sirloin burgers or bangers Bangers for sure. No competition. <laughs> chicken or pork? Uh, chicken. Beef or veal? Beef. Would it? Yeah. I love veal. I love veal. Uh, slow cooker or barbecue? Barbecue. Beautiful. Tom, thank you very much. No worries. Cheers, buddy. Really. I really hope everyone enjoyed the show. If you did, it'd be awesome if you could rate and review on your podcast app to help us get new listeners. Until next time, this is Cooking the Books.